Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hey there, welcome back. In today's episode, we're going to talk about using money data to create more money. Now, when I think about money data, let me let me tell you exactly what I am imagining here so that if you aren't already doing this, you can start. So money data can be as simple as how much money you spend in a month and how much money you create in your business in a month, right? What's going out, what's coming in. And even if you're still using personal money, those are still two numbers reflective of your business. So it doesn't matter where the money came from if you're spending it. It's just knowing I spent this much money in my business this month and this is how much money people paid me. Now, this can get elaborate. This can get very detailed. But at the most basic, that's the only detail that you need in a given month to qualify as I have data about my money that I can use to create more money. Now, we we know what the data is. The next thing I wanna mention before we dig into how do we use money data is I wanna just talk a little bit about money and then we're gonna talk about what makes money and what doesn't. (laughs) And then we're gonna cover how you go through each month and use that data, either a $0 month, a like hit your goal or highest month ever data, and even the data when you're like in the middle of that, right? Where you had a goal, but you didn't quite hit it. So let's start with just the conversation about money. Now, there is a lot of work that can be done when it comes to money, right? Because money is, hmm, not really <laughs> like it's 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 not really a thing right it's like it's it's an exchange it's right like i want you to think about when you have paper money that paper isn't what's valuable right it's it's us thinking it's valuable when we use our debit card yes there's some numbers in the bank but it's not like there's anything there there's just kind of like this agreed upon sense of how we use money I say this because this is the starting point of realizing that you have thoughts about money. We have feelings about money. And that kind of stuff is actually cleaned up as you use your money data to make more money. Because one of the things I've seen with clients is they avoid their money. And if you've done this, you might be able to relate where you don't want to look at how much money you've spent You don't want to add that up for the year. You don't want to look at how much money you've made in a month or year to date because you're going to feel bad. Maybe you're going to feel guilt. Maybe you're going to feel shame. Maybe you're going to feel pressure. Maybe you're going to feel, right, like these bad feelings, you're going to feel them. And so I've seen coaches avoid the data because of this. But the reason that this little segment of this podcast is even happening is because I want you to know that it is normal to have these thoughts and these feelings come up around money. And when you're looking at your data every month or a couple times a month, that is the time to change what you're thinking and feeling and develop it on purpose about money. 
Because sometimes I see these, these programs where it's like you can take this course and you can shift your money mindset. And that's great. But the time to shift your money mindset, right? When I think about building a business, it's just in real time. Shift your money mindset little by little every time you look at that data. Because it's part of how you make money. When you spend 15 minutes twice a month and you use that time to look at your numbers and you look at how much money you've spent and you're just aware of it, like, yeah, I bought that. And maybe maybe you have negative emotions about something you buy and that gives you a point to sit there and think about, oh, what happened there, right? To ask yourself questions. That, that's actually a data point that's going to help you make more money because it's going to shift how you make decisions in the future. So money is a currency, right? It's an exchange that we agree on. And it's normal for thoughts and feelings to come up about it that might not, they might line up with your family, they might line up with where you're raised, they might line up with your community, whatever, even norms. But your thoughts about money, you want them to line up with the future and the vision of what you're creating. And so if you're, you are, because you're here, you are building a coaching business and you want to line your thoughts about money up with your goal, right? Line your thoughts about money up with what it takes to create $100,000 in a year. Line those thoughts up with what it takes to create $500,000 in a year. Because the person who creates $500,000 in a year with their coaching business They have different thoughts about money, debt, spending, receiving, um, all of those things, right? They just have different thoughts about it. So it's normal for that to come up. And so if you resist looking at your data, I want you to know ahead of time, that's going to be part of it. The next thing I want to mention, because when we look at the data, right, when we look at the data of a $0 month, the data of a, a, you know, a goal you hit, your highest month ever, and the data of being in between, the thing that always comes away from this is you have to guess to some extent why you did or didn't hit your goal. And as a coach, I hear my clients' guesses and they, they just don't have the same experience that my brain has in guessing, in like pinpointing what might have happened. Because it is a guess, right? We'll talk about that a little bit more. But let's cover why we make money and why we don't make money. It's the same for everybody. It doesn't matter if it's, um, you know, that guy on Amazon, <laughs> whatever his name is, Jeff, whatever. It doesn't matter if you're selling a product on Amazon or if you're selling a sandwich from Chick-fil-A or you're a Girl Scout selling cookies or you're a coach selling coaching. All of it's the same. So when you're asking yourself to learn from the data of your money, these are kind of the general things that you're looking through. They kind of are exact opposites. So I'm going to say them both because the brain loves to hear it, but here's what makes Here's what makes you money in your business. You create value in the world. This is the first thing. You create value in the world. Now, those words can, write the word value, so often we don't have a thought that actually goes in line with that. So when I say value, here's what that means. You have something, right? And this is, this is the interesting thing. It doesn't matter what it is. For coaching, it's 
Um, it's a service, right? It's I talk to you, I help you, but it's not a tangible thing. But you have something that someone else gladly trades money for, right? They see what you have to offer as more valuable than what they, like how they value their money, the value of the money they have. And so they gladly trade it with you. That is the, the, the simplest breakdown of creating value in the world. Creating something that someone else gladly trades you money for. And you have to believe that that thing you're trading them for is so much more valuable than the money they give you, right? The potential of what they can use that for is so much more valuable. That's where people get into like, oh, I'm afraid to be sleazy. I'm afraid to like, I won't be able to deliver. It's like, no, you want to make sure that what you trade them for is more valuable. So we make money by trading somebody something of value, The second way you make money is you believe in yourself. I know this seems like such a strange one, right? We didn't hear this one listed in how to sell 101. You make money believing in yourself. Here's what that might sound like. I can help them. I'm skilled, trained, and experienced. Here's some other thoughts though, right? Like those are ones around your business, but here's ones just about yourself. I go after what I want. I like doing hard things. I enjoy them even. I always think of a marathon runner when I think about that one or just somebody who runs in general. Like somebody who runs, somebody who does physically painful things, like they clearly like to do hard things. You can think that same thing in business. I enjoy the process of creating my dreams. I accept me. I love me. This is believing in yourself. Because sometimes I hear a coach, they are reluctant to put themselves out there because they're worried people will reject them. They're worried people will judge them, right? So when we think about you make money by believing in yourself, it's not just that you have a value and a skill that you can help somebody with, but it's also that, that belief in going after what you want not quitting until it's done, liking to do the hard things and accepting yourself because you know that not everybody will. So you make money by creating value in the world, by believing in yourself. You also make money by believing that anyone can have what you sell. Think about that. Do you believe that anybody can do it? I think about this in business, right? So I'm a business coach and what I help coaches do is to make 100K in 12 months. I believe that any coach can make 100K in 12 months. They don't believe it, right? That's why they haven't done it yet. Maybe they're frustrated with all the insight, all the opinions coming at them and how it's supposed to be done. Maybe they feel frustrated that they've tried different things and they don't know why it didn't work. Maybe they're frustrated because they have so many things coming from so many different angles and they just have this sense that, you know, it's just not the full picture. They aren't getting the whole thing. And then there's that, that doubt that comes in, right? That fear that they can't do it, that it's not possible for them. But what I know is that they can do it. 
that anybody can do it, right? Any coach who, you know, feels good at what they do, right? I'm not going to teach you how to coach, but if you know how to help someone with the coaching skills, I can help you make 100K in 12 months. And I think about my own journey and I know what is possible, right? I was just talking to one of my friends and he was like, yeah, I want to make $500,000. And he's, it's like his first full year in business. And I just look at his offer and I look at who he helps and I look at how much he's charging. It's like, yeah, you could totally do that, right? That belief. And so it's, do you believe in your clients, in the people who you help, do you believe that they can have the result that you offer? Because then your job is to help them believe too, right? So often though, coaches get stuck because they're talking to the people that don't want it. They're talking to the people that they don't believe in, that they are doubting. But we make money believing our clients can do it. You make money helping people believe, right? I kind of just mentioned that one, but it's a whole different bullet point. You also make money in your business by being willing to feel negative emotions. Now, I've seen coaches kind of like hold themselves up with this one as like a martyr of like, see, I'm willing to work hard. I'm willing to be exhausted. I'm willing to... No, that is not the negative emotion I'm talking about here. You make money... Because you're willing to feel negative emotions like scared, uncertain, vulnerable, nervous, right? Those are the emotions that are going to make you money. Because your brain is like, don't do it. (laughs) Your body's like, ah. And yet, there needs to be something, right? This desire in the future, this bigger belief about what you want and who you are going after it that pulls you to do it, that pulls you to go and help someone believe in what's possible for them until they get it, right? Knowing that, you know, you don't get to know what's going to happen. I think about that with making decisions. As an entrepreneur, that's probably one of the highest skills we can have is we make decisions in the presence of having no clue. (laughs) We have some general ideas, but People usually want to make decisions and they want to really be clear and they want to understand and they want to make it like, oh, I feel really, but it's like, no, you have to be willing to make decisions knowing that you don't really know and just to make the decision and find out that is what's going to make you money, right? But it all pulls back to that very first thing. Everything you do in business, everything you do in a day or a week comes down to Did someone want to trade you for what you offer? So we could be more granular with this and say, well, the reason that you make money is because you're with the people, you tell them about how you can help them, and you're like talking to them, right? (laughs) Like you got their attention, you're with them, you listened to what they wanted, and you said, I can help. That's the simplest thing. And then everything else comes into that. So when you look at why did I make zero dollars and then the opposite of that, why did I hit my goal or exceed it? You're looking for these kinds of things. It isn't just as basic as I posted on social media every day. I wrote 
um, an ad and I had my ads going. I right. It's not about just the things you have going in your business to create the results because those can be the same, right? I did a webinar. Those can be exactly the same in a $0 month versus a $15,000 month or a $100,000 month. The actions can be the same. I think that's one of the things that blows people away is that when I listen to someone who's struggling to make money, what I always hear is that they are exhausting themselves doing a bunch of stuff. I do not exhaust myself doing a bunch of stuff, right? Because I know what creates the money and they still think it's just all the things they do. So when you're exploring this, right, you want to look through all of these things like what makes money? What distracts my brain from the things that make money? And that's what you're learning to refine to create more and more money. It's not going to be how much you can do. It's going to be how many more people can I be in front of speaking directly to them, having something very valuable. Because we flip this on the other side, right? When you're exploring a $0 month, it's more likely that you're going to see this kind of insight because you're going to ask yourself the question, And we'll actually tie these two together, right? So when we think about the data of a $0 month, now we come back to the very first thing I told you, which is it's normal to have emotions and thoughts. So I don't want you to be like, ooh, $0 months, love those. I don't want you to feel happy about them. I don't want you to be like, can't wait. No, but I want you to be careful of having so much negative emotion about it that you have no ability to go in and look around and see what's happening. It would be like if you were so angry about having a messy house that you never opened the door to the room and just checked out what needed done. Like, why is this room messy? But you have to open the door. You go in the room and you're like, what's happening here? What needs to change in order to not fit the criteria of messy? right? But so often, if you have so much negative emotion about a $0 a month, your brain has you avoid it. It has you pretending, right? It has you believing that the quicker you get back to work and get back out there, the more likely it is you will hit your goal. My brain still does this. I watch it and I'm like, ah, it wanted me to just get back to work. Here I was running in motion. (laughs) But the way you make money is you stop and you look at the $0 a month So you know what happened. And here's the question, right? When you're capable of walking up to your $0 month and just looking around and just guessing, because right, I told you that before, it's kind of a guess. There is no right answer. There's just higher level of skill at identifying what might be happening. So when I do this work with a client, the answers often look a little different than when they do it alone. But it's not because they just have to have my brain on it. It's because you're supposed to be developing your brain to teach it how to identify what's happening at higher and higher levels. So the question you ask yourself about a $0 month is what might have happened here? What might have happened here? And it's just like a very curious, like aware, like my eyes are open, what might have happened here kind of question. Because when I look at my list of why someone doesn't make money, right, I already told you it's typically not because they didn't do anything, although sometimes that is the answer. There have been times where I look up and it's like, 
why didn't I create the result that I wanted in this time frame? And sometimes the answer is, I was distracted. I was so busy focusing on this project or this other thing, or maybe there's just like general chaos in your family, right? Children, school gets canceled, people get sick, right? There's just kind of those things and it distracts your focus. And so when you can look at that and you can be like, okay, I see what happened here. And it's, it's like, it's not the kids being canceled from school, right? It's not the kids getting sick or you getting sick. What you want to look at even further than that is, okay, that happened. And then how did I handle it? What was I believing about running my business in relation to that? Maybe what you uncover is, oh, I was thinking I need a bunch of time to have any progress or, right, like I need to put in a bunch of work to create this result. Or maybe if it's the distraction situation, right, I might think about that. I'm like, yeah, but what really happened? We don't want to stop at I was distracted. I was like really focused on that project. That doesn't give you any insight for the future. Instead, you want to get more specific so your brain knows exactly what to look out for and you want to look for the thoughts. And for me, when I look at that, it's like, oh, I'm thinking really simple things like, I want to get this done. (laughs) I'll just hurry up and do this. And often what happens is I just have this awareness that my brain and I will just keep focusing on one thing when really the most valuable thing I could do is stop and remember that there are other pieces of my business to do, right? But I identified exactly what's happening. What was I thinking that caused me to stay in that distraction mode? There was just some belief. I really want to get this done. Ooh, this is so valuable. I want to like, like, I don't know, whatever, right? But there's some thoughts you have that keep you in that distraction mode. And, and maybe even sometimes it's just habits in your business, right? If you have a habit in your business of ending your day going over, what did I do today? Does this get me closer to the result that I want? What am I starting with first thing tomorrow? That's a habit that maybe you put in place because it's, it wasn't just like, yeah, I was thinking these things, but you realize, you know what? I don't have any habits in place that kind of catch me, that stop me from my own like mental stuff. And so you might put things like that in place. And then what you know is I have something very like tangible, either realizing I'm thinking these thoughts or actually setting up little habits that I'm going to do differently in the future. So it's not just a zero dollar month now, it's awareness. Because when we look at why doesn't a coach make money in their business, they are focusing on themselves, right? They're focused on their own doubt, their own fear, their own desires for things to be really great their own distractions. I was talking to one of my clients today. She came to the coaching call and she said, um, what did she say? It was basically like, yeah, I'm not creating content yet. I'm not going out and helping my people because I'm still thinking about like, I really want to help people with this thing and I'm just not sure how to say it yet. And it was her own focus on this sub detail of coaching and her own like, oh, I need to say it right. And right, it's like you will not make money focused on yourself. But that's the brain's like desire. 
the brain's like, let's just think about us. <laughs> right? And that's okay. So we just are like, we're always accepting that our brain defaults back to us. But then we intentionally, when we sit down to make money, we are purposely like watching our brain come back to us and focusing on our person we help. You will not make money if you're focused on your product and trying to make it perfect. Now, what I teach is we build an offer, we build the thoughts that need to go along with it that you know it's valuable and that you've like you're sold on it and then but you don't make money like dwelling on that for a long period of time. You don't make money building assets and mini courses and all the things to go with it. That doesn't make the money, right? It's the whole process that makes the money. That's part of it. You don't make money when you're not believing in yourself, right? When you're doubting yourself, when you're unsure if you'll show up for it, if you're unsure you can really help. You don't make money by like speaking to not the people who want to hire you, right? But if you create content speaking to people who don't have money, who don't want to use money for coaching, who don't want to use money for what you sell, who have all these like objections, like you're not going to make money that way versus believing, especially with coaching, that people love to develop themselves. People love to pay money to get help making themselves exactly like creating the future they want. They love it. Not because they have to, not because they think something's wrong with them, not because they're like, right? It's just like, no, they just want to do it. They've gladly trade money to create a future they want for themselves that person is so much easier to speak to. You don't make money like building a website, posting on social media, um, going to networking events, hiring a coach, running ads. You can do those things, but you want to remember, right? How do I make money? It's in the detail of you're with the people, you're talking to them, you're listening to how they want help, and you're offering to help. You're having a way to receive their money. You're confident receiving their money that you can help, right? So when we look at a $0 month, the data you're going to get from that is coming from a question like, what might have happened here? What might have happened? And then when we look at like a middle of the road month, right? Maybe your goal was to create $10,000 and you created five. You're going to start with the $5,000 that you did create. You're going to ask yourself, very simple question, how did I create it? And when I've introduced this question to coaches, they're often reluctant. They haven't trained their brain yet to see what they were in charge of. Our minds are really good at focusing on what we're not in charge of, but you teach it to focus on what you are in charge of. How did I create $5,000? And the answer might come down to, I invited people to book a call. I send a weekly email. I run ads. So my like audience group is always growing. Um, I have right? Like the way I think about what I sell, like I just said it in a slightly different way. It might be I went to this networking event. It might be I like believe in my coaching skills and I coach people 
And right, it might be that somebody referred, somebody I coached referred them to me, right? So then you're like, how did I create that? I believe in coaching and I went out and did the things to sign that client. So you're thinking of how did I create this result? Because again, you're finding thoughts that teach you then what to think over and over again. Like, oh yeah, like I just write emails. Why do I write emails? Because I love speaking to my people. When I write emails though, it makes me money, right? It makes me money because people come in close to listen. They come in and they believe in what they can do and they just want help. So we do it together, right? So you look at how did I create $5,000? I believed I could help them. I believed it was worth it. I did, right? It could also be like, oh, I did six consults and two of them hired me. And so when you look at that, you might say, okay, yeah, how did I create those two people saying yes? The answer might come into like, I really worked on how I sell on consults. I really practiced believing in what I sell and believing in myself and believing in them. And then you can then even go into more granular thoughts if you wanted. But it's that simple of a question that then you get really specific with. And then the flip side, right? If you, your goal was 10,000, right? If you're using data to make more money, you're going to look at the first 5,000. How did I create that? And you're going to guess about the gap. What might have happened here? What might I change or adjust to create the 10,000? How might I do that? What might have happened? Because when we look at like, how did you not make the money? It might be, oh, you know what? There was a whole like couple days that I was just really focused on myself. I was not thinking about the person I help. I was not thinking about like what it takes for them to want to pay me money. I didn't create that situation or I only created it one time and that resulted in these consults, right? So you're just kind of guessing what might have it been. Okay, that's not even a full sentence. <laughs> what, what might it have been? It feels like a sentence, but you're just guessing what could have happened. That might be where you're like, oh, the kids stayed home and I had like this time where I wasn't thinking about it. And then by the time I got back to the office, I was kind of distracted and I didn't remember the objective. And so I was kind of working on these other things. And the answer might be, you know what? I didn't have a clear plan for when I got back in the office. What do I do that makes me money? Because then when we look at a high month, right, we use our data to make more money. You might think that if you were to create, if your goal was 10,000 and you created 15, that your brain is just going to be thrilled. But it's not. It turns out the human mind has thoughts about money. And so what I've seen happen to coaches is they create $15,000 and then their brain, instead of holding being proud and feeling accomplished and thinking about their clients and how much value this is going to bring to their life. Instead, what they do is they start to fear, oh my gosh, I have no idea how I did this. What if I can't do it again? This was probably a fluke. I'm never going to get lucky again, right? And it's at the peak of that moment where their brain just comes in with all of this fear and doubt all over again, right? And we look at how do we not make money We hang out in our own fear and doubt. 
And so we look at that because what then happens typically is a coach will have a high month, they'll have their highest month ever, and then the next month is impacted by their doubt and their fear, their focus on themselves, and it takes them out of doing it again, right? They were worried they couldn't do it again. And then because they were doubting and fearing and like staying in that space, they literally don't do it again, right? They, they, they don't do the things it takes like focusing on who they're helping and why somebody wants to give them money. So you want to use your money data, your money data being as simple as how much money did I spend this month? How much money did I bring in? And both points of data give you something to think about. Because if we look at how much you spent, you want to build thoughts about why did I spend that money? How am I going to use that in my business? I see a lot of unintentional thoughts with that where they're willing to just be like, "Ah, I wasted it and it just wasn't a good, wasn't worth it. I didn't get what I like. They didn't give me anything versus you look at it and you're like, ah, I bought that thing because I wanted to have this skill. I, I wanted to add that to what I could do for this goal. This is what I got from that. This is what I'm still going to get from that. This is why that was valuable to the goal that I am creating, right? Our money gives us a stopping point to look at and think on purpose and to clean up what doesn't serve you. And that makes you more money in your business, very simply though, right? You can, <laughs> you can wipe away everything I've said in this podcast, but it comes down to know your money. When you feel nervous to go and look at it or you're worried about all the negative emotions, just know that's part of it. That's always going to be part of it, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. It's just part of the process of learning how to clean it up so that you can use your money data to make more money in your business. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.